Amen. Hope you guys are all having a good day. It's good to be with y'all again. It's been a, a a busy couple of weeks as we were in Arkansas with my ministry, Living Word, True Gospel Ministry, um, which started in Dallas for me, my journey in Christ. Uh, but we have been fortunate enough and God has blessed us with the opportunity to open up a church in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Amen to that. Hallelujah. So uh, things are going good. This year has been a, a tremendous blessing. My eyes are open. Last year was an eye opener in 2020, the start of the COVID. That was the eye opener. I really realized a lot about myself, realized a lot about, you know, my circumstance, my surroundings, you know, how how I was feeling inside, which was translating to the outside, man. And I have to call on our God. I have to go seek him. And sometimes in life, that's when that's when we get that biggest revelation man when we're kind of down to our last back is against the wall everybody's waiting on my next move to see is he gonna continue to live in that mess continue to dig his own grave or is he gonna at least attempt to call on god attempt to do right attempt to change this thing around you know some some men and women man in this world we mess up once you know then we say okay i already messed up so they keep backsliding, they keep messing up, they keep messing up, they keep digging their grave just just over one mistake. Instead of admitting to, to yourself, admitting to the man in the mirror or the lady in the mirror that, okay, I messed up, I failed, I wasn't strong as I thought, it didn't work. So let's hit a, let's hit a 180. Let's, let's change this thing around. Let's repent and turn away from those ways. So I just wanted to speak on what kind of atmosphere do you run to? And I'm talking about the king. I'm talking about church. What type of atmosphere do you run to when things are, are going good, when the blessings are flowing down? Do you go to church when things are just going incredibly well in your life? When you get that promotion, when you get that job, when you get the woman of your dreams that you had prayed for previously, when you get that pay raise that you had been praying for, when you get that new car that you had begged God for, now, what do you do with that opportunity? Now, what do you do after he has blessed us? Or do we think that's just luck? Or do we think that's just on our own? That, that We get it on our own. We get it on our own. God gives us strength. He gives us the idea. He gives us the motivation. He gives us the hope. He gives us the fruits, you know, inside. And it's manifesting out. Yes, we are in a human body. But we do serve a God that's faithful, that's going to open up a door, that's going to open up a, a way. He's a way maker. So I want to come out of Matthew, Matthew 21, 12 and 13. And it says, Jesus went into the temple area. He threw out all the people that were selling and buying things there. Jesus turned over the tables that belonged to the men that were exchanging different kinds of money. And Jesus turned over the benches of those men that were selling doves. Jesus said to all the people there. It is written, my house will be called a house for prayer, but you are changing God's house into a hiding place for thieves. That's, that's deep, man. That's powerful, man. And in this time, Jesus walked boldly. He walked with confidence. He showed authority in this season, man. 
when he walked into the to the temple and basically shut everything down that was going on. He knew that God had him. He knew and this was Jesus' last days. He 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 got crucified a week later. You know, they 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 um charged him guilty, you know, even though he was innocent in God's eyes. He did get crucified a week later after doing this. You know, and second, God intent is revealed in his word and by his living word at the same time. God wanted his temple to be a place for prayer for all nations, for everyone. But like so many things, however, it, it became a symbol, part of a ritual celebration. It had lost its purpose. Because people, not just back then, but today, are trying to find an advantage in what they did rather than focusing on honoring God. You know, when we get that promotion, like I said, when God blesses with that car, we try to find some kind of way to, to self-worship ourselves, give us the glory, put us on that pedestal, post it on social media, boast it, brag about it go out to the club with it instead of going to church with it. Even though we just had prayed for this opportunity. Even though we prayed for that promotion. Even though we prayed to to do ministry. Even though we prayed to be a man of God, a lady of God. We still find a way to forget how God opened up that door for us. So, okay, we prayed to him. We cried. We surrendered. all. We got on our knees. Okay, boom. God blesses us with that opportunity. Now what we go do with it. And that's that's what we have to do and focus on in this season, man. Especially after going through a year like we did last year. We prayed for better days. We prayed that this world would turn around for the better. We prayed for the loved ones that we have lost and the loved ones that we haven't lost. And now that it's going a little bit better, even though numbers are starting to increase now. But it started going a little bit better. You know, we pray for financial needs. And the government blessed a lot of people with unemployment. But we took advantage of it and took it to the next level. Got PPP loans. And didn't even use it to actually start a business. You could have looked at that as an opportunity that God has blessed you with. Some some of us wasn't fortunate enough to, to scheme our way into that, man. There's a lot of people who would have did right with that opportunity, but a lot of people took that money and blew it, you know, used it for, for a negative gain, used it for, for the criminal side of things, used it for just the boast of buying a car, you know, instead of using it for an actual business that it was intended for. It could have set you up for the rest of your life, but instead you only set yourself up for six to eight months. And now it's backfiring on a lot of people in this world. And in the Bible, in Proverbs 3, verse 10, verse 9 and 10, the word says, Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing. And I'm not just talking about paying tithes and giving offerings and, and doing this and doing that financially. Some of us are not fortunate enough to be able to even do that. But that doesn't, that shouldn't let us stop us. That shouldn't let us, you know, that shouldn't dictate the way we give back to our God, the way we give back to our church. 
You don't have to always spend your money in order to give back to church, give back to our God. Praise and worship is more than enough. The fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. You know, a lot of things that we are missing in our walk. It may look good on the outside, even when we have the money, even when 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 the house is two stories. But what is going on inside? It's a lot of people who seem happy, but are really missing something inside. And the fruits of the spirit is what God fills us with before we even get into that that joyous, that joyous phase, that happiness, that true, genuine happiness, that love, that agape love. You know, it's going to manifest out. So how do you give back? That's the question. Why are you going to church? Why are you why are you seeking God when things are bad or when things are good? Do you have an alternative motive? Is it for personal gain? Are you going to take the blessing that God gives you and turn around and run away in the opposite direction instead of progressing forward? Instead of passing the message forward, instead of using it as a personal testimony to lead somebody else to Christ. Okay, this is what you pray for. You pray for that job. You pray for that car. You pray for a wife. You pray for kids. You pray for the cancer to go away. Okay, God did that. God is going to bless that. He honors our prayers. Now, what are you going to do with it? Forget about them until another storm comes? Or use that as as an eye-opener? So our God is a truly an undefeated God. He's a faithful God. Even in the middle of our sin, he's been faithful to us. So now when we actually come to the house to pray, when we actually come to the house to praise, to worship, to get the word, not for no personal benefit, not with our hand out, not with an empty bag expecting it to get filled by the end of the service. No, release that love, that joy. That's the first fruits that God wants us to release. Release it back in church. Man, why why is why are they so happy? You can see the joy on their face. Why why are they praising them like this? Why is the worship making them cry tears of joy when they just was walking in filled with tears of pain? Cause we received that confirmation that we actually prayed for. And they're gonna run out of the service and continue to do the same thing, continue to listen to the word. And not forget, not just go on Sundays, not just go on Wednesdays. Make it a seven day thing. And in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 5, Therefore, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. You know, what type of sacrifice, what type of offering do you want to put on that altar when you go to service? Instead of the financial side. Instead of with an alternative motive. He first wants us to surrender it all. Surrender ourselves. Put yourself on the altar this year. Okay, God, I've been listening to you. You've been you've been really opening up this, these doors. You've been closing these doors. I know it's something bigger now. I know you making you allowing the storm to kind of progress until I actually start seeking your face again. So I actually start showing up to church again. So I actually start getting to the word again, getting rooted and grounded again. So I give myself away, as the song say. I truly give myself away. I know you. Nothing else matters right now but that personal joy inside. I want to feel me again. I want to feel hope again. It's something missing. I want to be able to lead my family 
but it's something missing. I need that extra strength. I need that extra power. What's missing? In order for me to find out, I can't go. I can't go to church expecting it to happen just off one day. I have to go to church carrying myself to that altar. Carry yourself to the altar when they do altar calls or just let go in the middle of the aisle when the praise and the worship is on. Release it. Release everything to him. Put all your burdens on that cross. He want, We serve a God that wants to help us out, that wants to show us that he's a God that answers prayers. He's a God that heals. He's a God that delivers. That's the type of God we serve. So I just wanted to place that in your hearts today, place that in your spiritual walk today, whatever you're going through, whatever's going on, good or bad. You know, my, my motto is speak life, speak life over your situation in order to speak life over yourself. Somebody has to speak it inside of you. And maybe that's God. Maybe that's what we're missing. So go to the church today. Go to the kingdom you know, and let go, release everything, talk to him. Even if it's just a normal conversation, just just talk to him like he's right there in front of you. Close your eyes and let go and surrender yourself. That's the first offering. That's the first step. Give yourself away before you give anything financially, before you do anything with a bad heart. Okay, I'm putting this 10 in. I expect to get 10,000 back. No, 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 no. I put this dollar in, I expect to get 500 back, I expect to get this house. No, 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 no. He sees that. Give yourself away. Okay, God, here I surrender myself. I surrender my burdens. That's what he wants to help. That's what he wants to heal. So we can learn how to handle the blessing that comes. He's going to bless us. Our God is a faithful God, man. He's going to, the blessing is already going to come. Claim the victory on the blessing. But right now, it's about our ourself. It's about our personal salvation. So I just encourage you guys to continue to go forward. You know, it's that it's always that still small voice that's encouraging us to seek Him, encouraging us to continue to pray, even when it's it's quiet in the room and we're praying and we stop. It's like, dang, I, I feel like this is for no reason. I feel like I'm just talking to myself. I feel like that pastor is just doing it for show. I feel like that 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 man of God, that lady of God, is just doing it for a financial gain. Well, expect inspect the fruits of what they have going. You know, we are being judged by the fruits. What does that mean? I mean, expect the the congregation of that church. Expect how many churches does that pastor have open? How long have they been doing this? You know how 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 are they outside of the service? Do they do they react to the people of the congregation? Are they giving back to the congregation? Are they expect those things instead of assuming? Those are the fruits. Are we raising up pastors? Are we raising up men of God, ladies of God? That's how you expect your household. How are we living? How how do we know if we're going in the right direction? No. It's not all material things. It's not all financial things. You can make an impact in this world in so many different ways. And the most important way could be just the power of your testimony. What has God done for you? I know what he has done done for me in this past year alone. And my eyes are open.
So inspect my walk now. Look at me as an example. If you know, you know. I no longer act the same. I no longer do the same things I used to do. I don't even think the same. I'm trying to seek seek a righteous lifestyle, trying to live righteously, trying to create a, a, a brighter future for the ones that's coming after me. It's not even about me right now. And I truly mean it. It's not about me. It's about the ones who, who are giving up on right now. That's why I'm doing ministry. It's the ones who are who are lost, the ones who haven't caught it, the ones who are living the same lifestyle I used to live. And just waiting on that that man of God, the lady of God to give that 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 chain breaking word. Let me tell you my testimony. Let me tell you what God has done in my life. I could go to the word. I could I could read scriptures to you all day. But maybe I can tell you a personal experience of what, what I've been through. And what I'm going through now. And what direction I'm going through now. Because it's only by the grace of God while I'm still here. He has given me the power, the confidence. I walk boldly to spread the good news, to spread the gospel. To help change lives from state to state. That's my way of giving back. That's my sacrifice. He saved my life in order for me to be a human sacrifice. I don't run up to the altar with my, I pay my tithes, but I don't run up to it expecting a financial gain back, expecting anything back. He has already done enough for me inside. I don't, I no longer feel empty, alone no more. I no longer feel, you know, depressed no more. Anxiety as people, as the doctors try to diagnose, diagnose us with all these different types of uh, diseases, you know, mental illnesses. No, no, no. Call on to a higher power in this season. Take ourselves to the altar before we take anything else to the altar and let God do the rest. And we'll be back this week with episode two of Responsibility. I just want to leave this quick word this week because I feel like I've been I've been missing out on the podcast. I've been missing y'all. We uh, had a busy week last week with dedication for our church. We had a lot of a lot of ministries come down, a lot of powerful men of God, a lot of powerful apostles, prophets from uh, different states, Memphis, California, uh, Texas, of course. And we're just going to continue to move forward, man. We're just going to continue to open up churches, open up homes across the states, and uh, let the Lord lead us. So I encourage y'all to continue to seek him, continue to pray, and give yourself away. Thank you.